This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday morning, and you know what that means. We start strong with our experts. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome, Mike. Super pumped to be here. I'm excited for our three topics today, and we're going to start off with a doozy. We're going to start off with talking about some numbers that the White House is putting out to scare us. <laughs> let's just be clear. The White House is putting out some numbers and let's be clear. The White House could be this administration or the last administration. They're all doing yes. the same things. This yep. is not a Democrat, Republican, red it's or not. blue. This is, nope. hey, the people at the top want to scare you. They are trying to tell you a message because they are trying to sell you something so you don't see what they're doing behind the scenes. Given That's that right. it's the current administration, they've been in for, I don't know, what, a couple months now. What, what do you see them doing right now as far as some numbers? I, I, I think there was a discussion on February 16th that you want to highlight. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's exactly right, Mike. This is not a red or blue thing. This is a black or red thing, profit or loss thing. Oh, right? I, was gonna, I was going, where are you going, black or red? Or <laughs> how, about, how about red or green? <laughs> red or green is fine too. Yeah. Um, that's but yeah. Counting profit. colors, red or green. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about profit and loss, right? There you go. So at the end of the day, you know, the thing that concerns me most is you and I both consume a ton of data, right? And because we're always doing the work for ourselves, this is how we run our businesses. This is how we help others because we can read something and understand exactly what it means right away and not have to spend hours tying the lines together. Mm -hmm. Although that's to say that there are still those things out there that we still have to try and tie together. But I think that what's really interesting is, is that one thing that naturally people are should be more naturally trusting of is when our public officials speak, they should have their data and they should have the facts hmm. before they speak. But I think the concern that I have is that this is a press briefing. Anybody else can look it up. It was on February 17th. In fact, if you're wondering if you have the right one, it was 1217 p.m. EST from the White House press secretary saying that the work that they've done is helping the more than 10 million homeowners behind on their mortgage. Wow. So let's peel that apart because I think they're trying to send a message and I think their data probably not as clean as you and I would like. So first Agreed. off, 10 million, big yep. scary number, right? Not Huge seven number. figures, eight figures. Yeah. Scary number. Then they say homeowners, and that's where the data starts to fall apart because you and I have been tracking homeowners all year. Uh, yep. There's a great website called Black Knight uh, yep. that, that has been doing it for years, if not decades, because again, that's they right. started, they cut their teeth in the last uh, great recession, which was all real estate. And the biggest number I've seen Black Knight put out, and it was like summer of last year, was like 4.1 or 4.2 yeah. homeowners. Yeah. That's right. So I'm... I have no idea how the White House more than that's that's a hundred and fifty percent jump from four to ten million. I, I I don't know. I just don't I don't see the data tying together. What do what do you see? Doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you know, all the things that we we look at, we look at a lot of the same stuff, and you know, the the numbers for forbearance, you know, which are mainly you know FHA and VA and those types of loans, typically 
the numbers around there, 2.7, 2.8, 2.9 million right there in that range. Um, and then you're seeing that there might be, you know, a little over a million people that are non-FHA that are not going through forbearance that are actually will be getting put into the foreclosure process as soon as the foreclosure moratorium is lifted, which was obviously just extended to the end of July again, because yeah. let's just kick the can further down the road. Yeah. Um, and so I look at all of those numbers and I say, okay, so 2.7 to 2.9, let's, let's just call it 2.9. And then the 1.1 million that are going to be entering in that foreclosure process. Okay, now that's 4 million. Where does this other six plus million homeowners coming from? Yeah, so let's talk about it. Because again, I don't, you know, I got to be very careful. I think the White House and all politicians, the last 30 years of my adult life, since I could vote. Agreed. Have all been trying to tell us a story because they are trying to pass their version of the truth. Right? Correct. That's what they're trying to do. So I think 10 million, if they were put on a lie detector test, they would tell you how they get there. But our job is to try to figure it out, right? That's right. So, okay, let's just call it 4 million homeowners. Yep. Okay, so where's the other six? My guess is really only two other buckets you can, you can pull from. And because again, I don't think it's 10 million homeowners they were really talking about. I think they should have been more accurate saying 10 million people living in homes or 10 million housing uh, you know, insecurity, because I think the biggest number they're saying without saying is renters. Sure. Right? There are some renters that are behind on rent and I have some and you may have some and every landlord of size has some. Sure. And um, I think that's part of the number. And then when you look at renters, and again, you go back to the word homeowners, it's not renters in homes that are a part of the 6 million. It's renters altogether. I That's believe right. the most stress is renters and apartments. But again, that is someone's home, right? So we got to split the word yeah. home, right? Is home sticks and bricks and no shared walls or is home where I put my head at night? So my guess is the biggest yep. part of that is, is renters and they're not homeowners. <clears throat> so, you know, that's, that, that yeah. kind of bugs me. And, you know, it could have been, Hey, we have 4 million homeowners that are in trouble. And by the way, we have 6 million renters that are in trouble. That's how we get 10 that, you know, that would have been a better story anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I think, well, I mean, I always like truth, right? Yeah. I always yeah. like truth and facts and numbers, yeah. right? You know, so, yeah. you know. Numbers that, don't lie, people know, do. Are, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I mean, again, my, you know, my saying, it's just math. Yeah. And if the math is 4 million or 11 million or 10 million, well, then that's just math, but that's a pretty, pretty big difference that you need to be able to understand and account for, yeah. you know, because one of the things that we talked about is that the market moves and shifts slowly. Mm -hmm. So on when that eviction moratorium is lifted at the end of June, you're not going to have 4 million or 10 million homes all of a sudden on the market. It's going to depend on states. It's going to depend on, you know, most important first. It's going to depend on a number of different things. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to start to then see, you know, the letting of inventory go in different markets strategically by banks. And that's when you start to see inventory like you and I always talk about. Yeah. That inventory start to appear. So what's really going to be interesting is, understanding where they got that 11 million. And as I checked through and there's a, I mean, there is not a lot of support for that 11 million number. And they're saying that one in five people are more than 30 days behind on rent. 
one in five renters. Wow. That's, that's hard to believe. Right. That's so you and I, right. We have the single families and the duplexes and the triplexes and the quads. Yep. And those are performing for me almost a hundred percent. Yeah. I think I, I just, uh, I successfully did two evictions on people. One had not paid since last March and one hadn't paid since August. Uh, so yeah. now I think I only have, I think I'm down to one uh, that's yeah. making kind of a paint, you know, weekly payments or something. So yeah, it's, um, I just wonder where all the pain is, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's one, in, you and I both know where it is. It's in multifamily. <laughs> exactly. That's what I keep telling people. It's in multifamily. <laughs> I own some of this stuff. So I know, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's where, that's, that's where I'm seeing it too, you know, from, you know, so I've got some eights, nines, tens mm-hmm. stuff. And that's where it's like, oh, renter is behind, but they're making payments. And so they haven't stopped paying their, we're working with them because that's what we want to do. We want to work with people like mm-hmm. life happens sometimes. Yeah. And if it's a legitimate life event, we want to work with you. That said, that doesn't get me to one in five. No, it doesn't. Nowhere near that. Not, I mean, not unless the center of the country, right? The Midwest that everybody talks about is just like every other person or something. I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't, I have a bunch of friends out there. I can ask them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. And let's go back I, I to this f- four verse 10 number because that's important to realize. Yeah. For, first, let's talk about whether it's four or 10. All of those are not going to show up. Correct. You know, Correct. Regardless if it's four yep. or 10. Let's just Correct. take the number 50% because the other 50% yeah. they'll resolve, they'll get a workout, it'll be a second, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. They'll sell it themselves because they got a gazillion dollars in equity, whatever. Potentially, yep. So now you're talking two or five. The reason that is important is if you look at the national business for selling homes, it's about 6 million a year. That's the run rate. Yep. So in the environment we're in now where there's no inventory, 2 million will get us back to about three months of supply, assuming it showed up all at one time. Yeah. Between 90 and 120 days. Correct. Yeah. So back to a more normal market, maybe still a seller's market, but certainly not, you know, six weeks of inventory. Correct. If right. you had 5 million show up, that's a problem. Correct. That, yep. That's why the argument and the understanding is it, is it, you know, is it four or 10 is important because 2 million, it will come in dribs and drabs and will be absorbed in 90% of the country. There will be yep. cities that get smoked. I'm still waiting for Vegas to pop, right? Yep. Unemployment's 20%. People haven't paid in <laughs> a gazillion years. It's not open yet. There's no conventions. What the hell? You know, what is going on? <laughs> It's not yeah. right. But, There's no mathematic model that we figured out that yeah. makes sense there. Yeah. Employment's so, 20%, but yet the housing market is up 40% in like the last 24 months. Like yeah, what's it's, it, what's it's just, on? it's nutty. There are not that many Californians going there. And they're not buying at the low end, uh, which is, no. going, which is nope. going to be interesting. So yeah. again, there will be cities that get smoked and, and you know, you'll have disproportionate in Vegas probably yeah. San Francisco proper, probably New York proper, but most of the country is going to be fine. And the drips and drabs will be absorbed. You won't even notice. I mean, right. it will, unless you're watching every day, and this is why I tell my students to do your homework, look every day, every day, you won't even realize, oh my God, we got seven new listings. Yeah. I mean, that, that can move the market in some, yeah. some areas. So we, yeah. we had, yeah, we had in the four towns that I watch in the last week, we've had 14 new listings. See, it's coming. I'm telling you this year, folks, you got to learn your market, do your homework, 
buy the course below because yeah. you can get ready. This is going to be the this is going to be the year. If you can get 10 cheap ass loans or one or three, this you're going to look back on this year and go, "I wish I did one more." I yeah. know it, so, I know it's going to happen. I don't disagree with you. And I think that we always talk about that sweet spot, right? Which is markets starting to soften, rates still low, so you can get this unbelievable amount of value, right? Mm -hmm. And even if you're in air quotation marks overpaying, it's about the payment. The yeah. numbers are based on the payment. Just don't get into a funky weirdo loan, you know, where there's balloons or any, yeah. any goofy stuff like that. Like 30 year fix, baby, 30 year. Yeah. And again, put an extra 5% down if you have to. Yeah. Because this is the deal you get in this year, you get a three, three and an eighth, whatever it is. Three years from now, when Janet Yellen and freaking Paulson are done spending a gazillion freaking dollars, interest, yeah. inflation will be up, interest rates will be up, and you're going to be printing money because the house value will go up, your rents will go up, but your debt is fixed. Anybody That's who right. does the homework right now and buys one or two deals this year, 30-year fix, you will print money by 2025. And oh, by the way, you can hold it forever. It becomes a yeah. freaking ATM machine in a few years. It, and yeah, largely, I mean, that's what the math shows. The other thing too, Mike, that we always like to talk about is historical, right? Mm -hmm. So historical in 2010, uh, 9, 10, 11, or 10, 11, 12, it was number of foreclosures going into the market was 2 million plus. And, but that was when the market was only a little over 4 million mm -hmm. annual. So you were looking at a 50% of your homes a year getting to market were foreclosure or short sale yeah. or REO. Yeah, we're it, not in that place anymore. We're, we're doing the numbers of almost 6 million homes a year. And you're not going to get that. Even if it is 10 million, it's not going to show up day one. I mean, the courts are going to be backed up to the hilt on foreclosures, right? Yeah. Like happened back then. It's, and you're going to have log jams of stuff that's going to have to be, get pushed through. You had people living in homes for a year and a half that hadn't paid their mortgage. Dude, there are people in Florida. I know a couple that lived there eight years. That's insane. Eight years. And, it'll, and now did the bank not take it back because the value, because they, they were looking at it and saying the value is not that was, there? That or? was an odd case. The paperwork got jumbled and who knew who got, yeah, it's one gotcha. of those crazy Who owns, things. yeah. Yeah, yeah who so owns like CDO. Yeah, exactly. It was CDO yeah. sliced and diced in a hundred different pieces. Yep. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in the end, folks, when you see information coming out of the White House or the politicians, realize they're trying to tell you a story. Right now, they're trying to scare us. So we feel like we have to pass a 1.9 trillion, which I think is okay. going to happen and don't really care at this point. What I'm scared about is the next two or the next four or the next six trillion. That scares right. the bejesus out of me. As well, it should, because that's, that's what affects our ability to remain the world's reserve currency. And if that changes for us, then it's then it's a different game my man the game the rules of the game change yeah talk about the ultimate black swan event yeah that would be uh, oh dear god yeah, yeah i i think about that a lot and you know yeah. i don't see that happening in my certainly my investing lifetime which is hopefully multiple decades but probably even in my lifetime but it's it's it's, it's something that my daughter will have to think about yeah. I agree. So pretty cool. All right, man. I look forward to uh, episode number two, folks, to tease it out. We're going to talk about Ken McElroy and his ability to talk single family homes. And let's just say Matt and I agree. Yes. Let's leave that as a tease. <laughs> Thank you.